0: Welcome back to the Breakthrough Podcast with Pastor Danny Anderson. Hey, hey. I'm Pastor Danny. Oh, today we are going to talk about a topic that is going to affect each and every one of our listeners, and that is dealing with difficult people. Mm. So I gotta know what 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 made you choose this topic because it is impactful to a lot of people. But this is a hard one to tackle.
1: It is, and I think all of us have to deal with difficult people. Yeah. None of us get a, a pass on this one. And uh, there's all kinds of difficult people in our life. You know, there's negative folks mm-hmm. who half half glass empty all the time, yeah. complaining. There's gossipers. There's uh, yeah. people that tell you they're gonna do something and they don't do it. They don't right. follow through. It's like- I mean. There's there's all kinds of difficult people in our lives. Aggressive people, passive aggressive people. I mean, there's a whole list. There's studies done. There's books written on all the different kinds of difficult people, and we all got to deal with them. So, right, um, you know, I think it's it's something that uh, if you don't figure out how to deal with the difficult folks in your life, um, you're gonna live with a pretty high level of frustration. <laughs>
0: I think so. I think so. And I'm excited today to hear um, what kind of plan we can implement in our, in our day-to-day living that can help us with difficult people. Because I can tell you in my life, there's like even categories of there's in family or friends or mm-hmm. work. There's um, wherever you go, there's yeah. there's difficulty.
1: And if you don't learn how to deal, it's not just frustration. It's also uh, the absence of joy there's the absolute uh, yeah. you, you lose joy you lose peace you if you allow the difficult folks in your life to to get at you yeah. to get in you <laughs> to get in your head and uh, you know really you really don't you really lose a quality of life if you don't learn how to deal with difficult people in your life so well, let's Super dive important. in. Yeah, us absolutely. what you've got to help us. Yeah, so today, you know, I just wanted to talk through a couple of things that have really helped me over the years mm. uh, to deal with some, some, some of the difficult folks. I'm still learning, of course, and I mess this up. We all mess it up. But these are things that have really I've seen really help me. The first thing that I've, I've tried to do over the years is to spend a lot of time working on myself. Okay, which is not intuitive, right? Because no. we're talking about difficult people. We're talking about people.
0: others, yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> but let me let me explain what I mean. There is a quote I read years ago by Jim Rohn. He said, "Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better." Oh, okay. And that has really impacted me and and shaped my my the way I kind of go through life. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, myself included, we wish that our situation was different we wish that the people in our life were different yeah but what, what if you got better yeah what if you grew in your capacity to forgive or your capacity to be patient or mm-hmm. um, to show grace to somebody what if you got bigger on the inside yeah what if what if the situation didn't change or the people in your life didn't change but you changed
0: that's a huge challenge because the first thing I think of is if he or she would only stop yeah, fill in the blank. Yes. And then but you're saying switch that script a little
1: yeah, bit. Yeah, we there. want we want to focus on changing the other person. This is what happens when couples come in for marriage counseling. They're they're hoping, "Man, I hope that the counselor fixes my spouse." And we mm-hmm. always think that the person the problem is the other person, which I'm not saying that the other person doesn't have issues, but Sure. Uh, but we can't control the other person. Right. What we can control right. is what's going on inside of us and our capacity, <clears throat> excuse me, to Uh, to grow and to be able to handle situations differently you know one of the things that i've been working on myself personally is is my perspective how am i looking at things how Hmm. am i how am i viewing this difficult situation or a difficult person and there's there's a quote by by wayne dyer i love this he said when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change
0: oh that's really good
1: and what he's really talking about is the the power of perception and how you view this person mm-hmm. um you know do you view this person uh as as someone made in the image of god who has some uh some some real deep pain or some struggle they're going through mm-hmm. and um you know they're deserving of your love, and 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 yes, they have a problem, and yes, they're difficult. But what if you saw them differently? Yeah. What if you What if you perceived them differently? Well, then you would look at them differently, and then your response would be different towards them. And so that's again, that's that's working on yourself. And so you know, you and I have been through a book. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about it in previous yeah, podcasts. Yeah. The obstacle is the way. Yeah. By Ryan Holiday, and a lot of that book is focused on. Working on yourself, working mm-hmm. on how you perceive the obstacles, in this case, the difficult person in your life.
0: And when you do that, I think one of the things that's really cool that you've pointed out to me before is it gives you the opportunity to extend them grace. And mm-hmm. so it's you're acting out of the work that you've done personally to... Um, give a gracious response yes. to the difficult person. And it, and it kind of can stop some of the difficulty even there. Yes. Because a gracious response, that's heartwarming, instead of an aggressive response, which is sometimes my response
1: <laughs> to this. I think all of us struggle with that
0: so what else can we do to um to when we're working with difficult people yeah the
1: second and none of these work by themselves Mm, so i I would say that you know all of these things collectively we're going to talk about today can can help Um, but the second thing i would say would be to to prepare yourself okay (laughs) and uh there's a quote that i came across uh some time ago by Marcus Aurelius. He, he's a, he, a Roman emperor, mm-hmm. and Stoic philosopher. and I want to read this to you real quick. because okay. It's a bit lengthy, but I think it's worth it. He said, when you wake up in the morning, tell yourself, the people I deal with today will be meddling, ungrateful, <laughs> arrogant, dishonest, jealous, and surly. They are like this because they can't, tell, they can't tell good from evil. But I have seen the beauty of the good and the ugliness of evil and have recognized that the wrongdoer has a nature related to my own, mm. not of the same blood and birth, but of the same mind and possessing a share of the divine. And so none of them can hurt me. No one can implicate me in ugliness, nor can I feel angry at my relative or hate him. We were born to work together like feet, hands and eyes, like mm. two rows of teeth, upper and lower. To obstruct each other is unnatural to feel anger at someone to turn your back on him, these are unnatural. Mm. It's just a powerful quote, and for for mm-hmm. me, it, it helps me to. And I have been doing this even before I read this quote, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't. For some reason, this is just. It came natural to me to to start my day and say, you know what, today I'm probably going to run into somebody who is rude or or selfish or arrogant. Yeah. And, and because, you know, so I'm prepared. Right. I, and here's what, here's where, how this helps you and me and our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're prepared, you know, and, and you're ready for it, you're not, you're not blindsided. You're not taken, you know, you're not taking off, uh, you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not, you're not knocked off your game. Yeah, it doesn't throw you for a loop. It doesn't throw you for a loop because you you expected it to happen, right? And so you're kind of prepared emotionally. Well, of course, yeah, she's selfish or he's arrogant or you know they didn't right. follow through and what they said they would do. And, okay, and it doesn't mess your day up, <laughs> right?
0: Okay, I see value and tension in this because I'm thinking personally for myself. It took me till about my mid 30s to start responding to mm-hmm. people instead of reacting to what mm-hmm. was happening. But that quote, uh, it's beautiful, and I wish I would have heard it earlier in life, but it also kind of pushes toward a pessimistic side. Mm-hmm. Like, if you wake up and, you know, you kind of pump yourself up in the morning like, this is the day the Lord has made. It's going to be a great day. Mm-hmm. You know, you're hyping yourself up for the day, but then this kind of sounds like, and people are going to be terrible <laughs> 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 like, at the same time, so... Um, how do
1: you balance that? Okay. So yeah, it's, it's, I think that, uh, it's not necessarily a pessimistic view. It's more of a, a view of reality. Like, like this is just, you know, I have high hopes for, for myself, for humanity, for people in my life, but my expectations, um, are not, you know, based in, you know, Mm. uh, some fictional reality that I've, Mm. that that, that's really not there. Uh, reality is that most people, humanity, uh, most people are wired to be Mm self-protective. They're going to do what's best for them, not others. Um, That's just the way it is. And so um, if you adjust to that reality... Um, you kind of expect it when it happens. You're you're ready for it. And yeah. guess what? You're surprised when it doesn't. You're pleasantly surprised when someone is unselfish yeah. or kind and it makes your day. And it's like, oh. But I think what the problem, the, where people get caught up is they, they wake up expecting people to be kind yeah. and to do the right thing and to be unselfish. And then they're sorely disappointed when it doesn't happen.
0: Oh, that's good. Uh, and, that's and,
1: good. And, and then they're frustrated and they're angry and their day is messed up. So... It, It's not necessarily I'm pessimistic. I think it's just based in reality.
0: And it kind of lends itself back to point one, that it's your perspective, too. Mm -hmm. So That's exactly right. That is a perspective. Yeah. And if you're expecting that things would go hard with someone and then it goes well... You're not you're, trying to make it go hard, right? You're, you're you're prepared.
1: For example, if 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 you are expecting your you did some work and you're expecting your boss to give you an attaboy or praise you, and mm-hmm. it doesn't happen, you know. That messes, you know. Then you're thinking, oh, like he overlooked me. I can't believe yeah. it. You know, he's so selfish. or Well, ego centered, whatever. Well, he didn't even recognize my work. Now you're 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 just messed up, right? Your whole day. You get frustrated or discouraged or down, and you want to quit or leave it. You know, you don't feel appreciated. Right. Uh, well, you don't have to. Ha- that doesn't have to happen to you. Right. If you can prepare yourself. No, and then you can give a good response.
0: Okay, what else? How else can we deal with difficult people?
1: Okay, so I learned this one years ago, and I don't do it well every time for sure, but uh, this one comes from Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. when He talks about empathetic listening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can get it out of my mouth. (laughs) Um, And it's just listening with the intent to understand. I think that most difficult people really just need to be heard. They, yeah. they they don't feel understood, listened to, um, and because of that, they're acting out. They're yeah. they're they're behaving a certain way, yeah. um, and so if you take the time to really truly try to understand, where is this person coming from? What what is really going on? What are they trying to say? Yeah, where's the pain? Mm. Um, I think that sometimes you'll notice the 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 difficult behavior fade mm-hmm. because they feel heard, they mm-hmm. feel loved, they feel understood.
0: One of the things I loved about that book about empathetic listening is it wasn't – he described it for you in clarity that it isn't listening trying to generate a response Mm -hmm. as the person's talking, but really trying to understand – where they're coming from. Exactly. Kind of putting on their shoes and walking in them for a little bit.
1: Unfortunately, I think most of us have the bad habit of listening and waiting for the person to stop talking so we can talk. Yeah. Like we're actually thinking of what to say when the other person's talking. I do this all the time yeah. with my wife and, and it's just, that's not empathetic listening. Right. You know, um so... It's it's a skill and and it's it's something that you need to work at. One of the mm-hmm. things that Covey says in the book that that helps you to put uh, that puts you in the mindset of of really listening, with the intent to understand, is to uh, rephrase what the person has said back to them in your own words. Yeah instead of saying what you want to say you 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 tell like if if so if a friend tells you man i'm really struggling you know today with my boss or something like that and they or my son's just frustrated he won't do his homework or whatever and then you say what you would say if you're listening well is wow so today's been a really tough day and you're really frustrated with your son cuz he's he's not getting his homework done yeah that's exactly right you know and yeah. so it's a it's a it's a way to practice getting better at listening with the intent to understand Oh, I love that. He calls it reflective, reflecting.
0: Reflective. So I think one thing that is hard when you encounter a difficult person is even just taking that minute uh to to put yourself in their spot. Because if you're if you're me, or sometimes I do this for sure, I'm defense mode mm-hmm. and I'm out of the listening, I'm out of the even if it's for a split second it can cause a difficult person to flare up and you not you not be able to diffuse the situation
1: fast. absolutely absolutely yeah and there's a great quote uh, that says instead of putting others in their place put yourself in their place oh my gosh uh, that's an so Amish good. proverb that's and so it really good. it's just the saying the same thing to try to understand mm-hmm. where is this person coming from um, you know, you've you've said before. You know, a person who's being difficult is usually being difficult because there's a pain. There's some sort of pain in their life. Yeah. Um. Whether that is something from their past or you know some some sort of difficulty, and the pain and the the difficulty is just a manifestation of the pain. Right. Well, when you empathize, when you put yourself in that person's place, that helps them to almost, in a sense, heal. Yeah. And and mm, yeah. Uh, kind of drop some of the, they relax. They, they're not so aggressive. They're mm-hmm. because you have loved them right. by listening to them and understanding yeah. them. So putting yourself in their spot and you, and, and when you do that, you kind of, you kind of take on their perspective and you feel what they feel. And then you mm-hmm. begin to understand why they're acting the way they're acting. I pro, here's, here's when you know you've done it really well. I've done this many times with people and unfortunately not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say, you know what, given where you've been and the experience that you've had, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yeah. And that's really what Marcus Aurelius' quote was saying. Like, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You, like, we're, like, I'm part of the same human race here. and like I, would, I have said those things. I, have, I would probably be acting the same exact way if I have been in your shoes yeah. or experienced the abuse that you've had or didn't have a father like you didn't have or something like that. And now I'm empathetic. Yeah, and I I feel I feel you. You feel me, right? Yes. But the reason we don't do this is because it takes time. Exactly. <laughs> and I gotta go, and we gotta be, and we're in a rush, and right, especially with parenting. You know, yeah. oh, it's yeah. like look, we don't have time to discuss this. I don't, yeah. you know, just do it, you know, and 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 so anyway.
0: It's tough. It's tough. And does there ever come a point um, when it's time to like just stop? With the empathizing, I don't know how else to say it. Is there just a stopping point when you've given all you can give? And there the, is, there I,
1: is, and and you know, like I said, none of these will solve the problem by themselves. Yeah, so, so right, I think right. that leads us naturally to the fourth step, which would be uh, something we learned. We both love Henry Cloud, and mm-hmm, we've read his books, mm-hmm. and is to set boundaries. And I think there is a time where with a difficult person, uh, you have to let them know very clearly that these are the boundaries in this relationship. If we're going to be in a relationship, these are the rules. If you cross over this rule or this boundary, whatever it is, if you speak to me that way again, or if you touch me that way again, or if you, whatever, whatever the uh, rule is, then here's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to take this action. I'm going to go to my mom's house or I'm going to take the kids and go over here or or whatever there. The, the, uh, The essence of the 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 book boundaries is the action I'm going to take because you can't control other people. Sure, the difficult person is going to do what the difficult person does, right? Right. So there's no point in trying to control them, but you can control your reactions and responses. Mm -hmm. And so uh, a boundary is just simply some uh, this 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 line in the sand that says if if this happens again, here's the action I'm going to take. And Difficult people need that. They need to know what they can do and what they can't do. Right. And if there are no consequences to their behavior, they're just going to keep repeating it over mm-hmm. and over mm-hmm. and over again. And uh, so, th- and this is most of parenting, right? You know, oh, for sure. You set a boundary. Here are the rules. If you break the curfew, you come home late, or whatever the rule is. Here's the punishment. And when you do that well, and you follow through on those boundaries, you your your kids respond well. Mm-hmm. When you don't. <laughs>
0: Exactly. You know,
1: there's it's tough.
0: Well, and I think with boundaries, and correct me if I'm wrong, one of the things that's super hard is you're always afraid they'll be offensive or they'll be you'll break the relationship. But actually, um, from when we've read Henry Cloud, it's actually kind to to set those boundaries and to enforce those boundaries because it makes clarity in the relationship.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: And when the boundaries get ran over. If you don't stand back on your consequences, like stand up for your consequences, then I'm thinking specifically with parenting, but it can go in any relationship. You do a disservice to the other person. You really do. You
1: mm-hmm. really do. I think that uh, one of the difficulties with boundaries, uh, setting boundary boundaries with, with, with difficult people, is um, that if you if you're not secure in yourself. Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. In other words, if there's a codependency going on with this difficult person, like you you, you actually need them in your life and they're part of... Your value or who you are and your yeah. identity, um, but but they're crossing boundaries consistently. You know, you see this in abusive relationships. Yes. You know, women that stay in bu- abusive relationships, uh, you know, they they can't follow through on the boundary because of this this uh, unhealthy connection with this person. Right. So boundaries really only work when you are solid in your own identity, in your own value. When you're when your soul is healthy. Mm-hmm you have no problem executing a boundary because you you like this person, this person's in your life, but, but, uh, you know, you don't need them. Yeah. And so you can say, okay, I'm, I'm leaving or I'm, I'm going to take this action or, you know, we're not going to speak for this amount of time or, or whatever the consequences are uh, for this difficult person. But that takes so much inner strength to follow through. I mean, I have seen people try to set boundaries and then cave Mm -hmm. because they just, they're not strong enough. Right. To follow through. So it requires a lot of, int- which goes back to step number one, yeah, work on yourself mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and know who you are. I, I, and we talked about this earlier, you know, a healthy we is only possible because there's a healthy me. Yeah. Like when I'm solid and I'm good and I know who I am and what my value is and what God thinks about me. And I know not everybody listening is a Christ follower. Sure. But, but when all of that is worked out inside of me, then, you know, we can be healthy You know, it's, it's uh there's an interdependence between two people instead of a dependence. Mm,
0: That's good. That's good. And I think, um, not to just pick on moms, but from my mom's standpoint, um, your kids change your world and then you do start to need their emotional support and you don't even know that Mm -hmm. it's happened. Mm -hmm. So even just challenging, like, these things are hard, but keep working on them mm-hmm. because nobody gets boundaries right the very first time. Right, they try it, right. and read yeah. the books, and get it, and really do work on it for yourself, but for those people that you love too. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that I'll, I'll add one more thing about the difficult person: what they really and you said it was kind, and the reason it's kind to set a boundary is because they need to the only their only hope of changing. Of of changing their behavior towards you mm-hmm. is there to, is to suffer the consequences exactly. So if they don't suffer the consequences, well, they're going to keep doing it, whatever exactly. that action is. So it really is important, not just for you but for them, mm-hmm. to set the boundary.
0: I yes, I agree. I agree with that. So, as we're wrapping up today, um, our discussion on how to have a breakthrough with dealing with difficult people, tell me a little bit. Like, is there anything else that we're missing? Is there anything else we could close
1: with? You know, the only other thing I would say um, is that we you know, look. We difficult people are par for the course. Sure, like, I'm one of them. That's why <laughs> I'm trying not to about be. Me, you, you know, so so you're going to have to. You, you're gonna have to figure this out if you want to have a successful life. If you want to run a business. If you want to be part of a church, you're gonna have to learn how to deal with difficult people. Mm-hmm. I and mean, we talked about some great ideas. And certainly, there's more to say on this issue, but sure. we gave some practical ideas today. Now, here's what I would say: work on those things. Work on yourself. You know, get prepared. Listen well. You know, do some of this stuff. Set boundaries. But in the end, and this this has got to be a last resort. If, if you've worked with a person and you've tried these things and it just is not, it's, it's, you're not seeing progress. There is a time where you would, you, you say, okay, this relationship has to end. Oh gosh. You know, um, I think people jump the gun on that. Mm -hmm. They're not willing Mm -hmm. to put in this work. Mm -hmm. It takes time um and oftentimes we just we we block people, we cut people off and we're yeah. so quick to jump to that, well this relationship's over because I'm mad about yeah. you disrespected me or you abused me. And and I'm not and and not, I'm not saying that that that's not a good step, but I think we jump too quick to it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh there is a time that after we've done the work where that's part. Henry Cloud's written a book called Necessary Endings and I Such have it in my hand book. here. You've read it. <laughs> and you know, the book is about, you know, how some relationships you need to end if there's right. necessary right. ending so um, you know there is a time for that and uh, and he says in the book you know in order for you to move forward some certain things have to end yeah and and I agree with that but I think that's the last that's the last resort
0: yeah and I will say in that book he teaches you how to do it without um, damaging your spirit or mm-hmm. damaging the other person's spirit to move healthily to the ending Yeah. instead of just a canceling someone and yeah. cutting them off.
1: You know, I think I'll say one more thing. I said only have Okay, you no, know, that's great. We love just it. something came to my mind. You know, th- this is my perspective. Again, this is me working on myself, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have kind of always felt this way. I think that you can deal with difficult people better when you find people fascinating. Yeah. Oh, I when love you, that. When you are intrigued, and you're and you're and you love people, uh, you can give them space to be weird and goofy and mm-hmm. and, and and odd and aggressive or passive, because mm-hmm. there's reasons for all that stuff, right? And everybody's got reasons for why they're they're difficult, for sure. For sure. But if you're if you're genuinely fascinated with the human race and people you're, you're going to try. Mm-hmm. You're going to try to give space for improvement and give grace to people because like we're all part of this thing called humanity. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just a, a perspective I carry that that really does motivate me to, to work with most people.
0: Oh, that's so good. Well, I know the listeners that you either have a difficult person in your life or...
1: Maybe you're married to one.
0: No, <laughs> or you are one. <laughs> um, or you know a friend that's, that's feeling this challenge right now as they're trying to work through dealing with difficult people. These four steps are gonna be in our show notes. We'll have all the quotes in our show notes, and then um, some links to Henry Cloud's two books that we talked about today. But the best gift you could give is just to share this podcast share with it. your friend. We'd love that, and we love it when you send. We read, we read what you tell us about the podcast. So please uh, rate the podcast, leave us feedback, and we will be back next month. We're so grateful that you came and sat with us today.
1: God bless.